Welcome to The Anxious Morning, where four days a week, we take a look at ideas, concepts, and lessons designed to help you understand and overcome your anxiety. For more information, visit theanxiousmorning.com. If you follow my podcast, The Anxious Truth, you may have heard my friend Jenna Overbaugh on a few episodes. Jenna is a licensed therapist specializing in the treatment of OCD and anxiety disorders. It's time for a guest post, so I asked Jenna to contribute to The Anxious Morning. I'm thrilled that she agreed to chime in for us. One of the most common questions I get is, what are some good exposures for blank OCD? People really resonate with the subtypes of OCD, like contamination OCD, relationship OCD, sexual orientation OCD, pure O, and the list goes on. While subtypes exist to provide basic clinical information and to establish a sense of community for those who have this condition, identifying too strongly with the subtypes can lead to oversimplification of this disorder and its treatment. As cliche as it sounds, every single person comes with their own uniqueness and nuances that cannot be simply explained away by identification of a subtype of OCD theme. The fact of the matter is that two people could very much resonate with the term like relationship OCD yet have completely different triggers, rituals, obsessions, and therefore completely different sets of exposures, different styles of response prevention that will be needed, and a totally different treatment plan. Think of it this way. Someone with relationship OCD could struggle with the nagging and ego dystonic intrusive thought that their partner is not attractive enough. This person may engage in compulsions like checking photos, reassurance seeking, and avoidance in order to feel perfect, just right, or 100% certain about how attractive they find their partner. Someone else may also resonate with the concept of relationship OCD, but struggle in a totally different way. This person may struggle with intrusive doubts and obsessions about the integrity of the relationship itself rather than with the person. This person may struggle with obsessions like whether they spend enough quality time together, whether they are the right fit as a couple, and so on. Rituals in this situation may include comparing to other couples in rumination. One person may want to avoid their partner, whereas the other person may want to compulsively spend more time with their partner, both in an effort to alleviate the doubt and anxiety. This is all to say that we, especially when OCD is involved, are way more complicated than these subtypes could ever demonstrate. We have to look beyond just the subtypes and ask ourselves, what is it that we're fearful of? What is it that we avoid on a day-to-day -day basis? In what ways are my compulsions, mentally or physically, getting in the way of what it is that I want to do? Instead of asking what good exposures are for contamination OCD, pedophilic OCD, hit-and-run OCD, or any other kind of OCD that resonates with you, think about your own individual triggers, the things that you avoid, and the things that you would do or would not do if OCD and anxiety weren't in the picture and calling the shots. Those are the exposures that you should start with, and they might be completely different from somebody else with the same subtype as you. I wish there was a complete book where all of the best exposures could be categorized and classified by subtypes. If that exists, or if it ever does, it might be superficially helpful in sparking some ideas. But at the end of the day, you will know yourself best. You know what you avoid, you know what scares you, you know the day to day or even hour to hour or minute to minute things that, that make you feel compelled to do these compulsions that you don't wanna do. Find small, challenging and manageable ways to do those things while reducing safety behaviors and rituals and your exposures will be far more meaningful and impactful than any superficially created list online could tell you. If you're enjoying the Anxious Morning Podcast and would like to get a copy delivered every morning into your email inbox, visit theanxiousmorning.email and subscribe to the newsletter. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or some platform that lets you rate or review the podcast, leave a five-star rating. Maybe write a quick review to let other people know that you love the podcast so they might find it too. It really helps me out. 
Thanks a bunch.